Well, hello everyone. My name is Ricky Grove, and this is a Now for Something Completely Machinima podcast for May 2023. I'm here with my good friends Tracy Harwood, Damian Valentine, and the inimitable Phil Rice. Hello, hello Phil. Hey there. Um, we're looking at my pick this month, but before we start, I have just a brief bit of news that I uh, want to mention. Um, we Several months ago, we reviewed uh, a machinima that uh, was based on a sort of myth or folklore, uh, urban legend of the back rooms, which is mm. this uh, sort of space that you go into that is filled with endless, badly fluorescently lit uh, back rooms of a uh, uh, business type place. Well, I there's a fellow I know. His name is Daniel Grove, no relation to me, uh, who has made uh, several kit bashes for a blender. Now, kit bash is a collection of assets that you can put together in a variety of ways. It just makes your job so much easier when you're making things. And he's done science fiction. He's done VFX. Well, he did a kit bash for back rooms for blender <laughs> now the cool thing about that is, is you could take these assets and blender is so good now you can use the kit bash to create a scene or a set and then export it uh to an unreal format and then bring it into unreal and then shoot your film inside of that environment that he makes um it's a donation uh for the kit bash you could pay a dollar you could pay a hundred dollars whatever you think it's worth it. Uh, we'll put a link to his uh, offering for the Backrooms Kit Bash in our show notes. But he is really good. And I've, I've actually contacted him several times um, about the Kit Bashes. And he's very friendly. He works professionally as a 3D uh, designer and uh, a creator. And he does this sort of in his spare time to make a little spare change. But they're so good. They're really, really good. So we'll put the link in it. And and I hope if you're interested in that backroom series, this is a great way to get, and you want to work in Unreal, it's a great way to get assets pretty cheap to be able to start working in that. So that's it. Uh, I want to talk about my pick today, which is a film called Machinima by Ali Custera. Now, Ali Custera is a recent high school graduate. She's going to be going into college uh, specializing in sort of digital art. She graduated from Huntington High. Um, she is uh, at UT Austin, specializing in simulation sciences in their arts and technologies program. I'm not sure what simulation sciences is, but then again, I graduated in 1993, so I'm woefully out of date here. But anyway, she's a young woman. She's very skilled. She's very interested, and I'm so glad she did this. I don't know whether this film was created inside of one particular video game or one or two video games. But in any event, I chose the film because it produced a strong feeling in me. And I can't define exactly what the feeling is. It's sort of a mixture of, I don't know, uh, empathy and some pain and admiration and determination. Um, what she's done is she's cut together pieces of women in these films in various roles, some in, in fighting roles. And there are some gory moments in the, in the film, just to warn you, warn you or excite you, depending upon your point of view. 
Um, and so she's cut these in such an artful way. She's making a statement about women and their pain and their lack of connectedness uh, at times and their willingness, their determination to fight uh, to, to achieve their goals. I, it, it's not in the quality of J.P. Fair, um, but the editing is fairly smart. The scene she the important thing are the scenes that she chose. She used film editing to be able to juxtapose things so you could draw connections between the two. And some of the scenes are quite startling. And, and I don't think I've seen this done before, where they just go through the uh, either the cut scenes or actual scenes from the uh, game itself. I think mostly cut scenes and then put it together to tell another story, a secondary story. I was really impressed with it and I liked it a lot. What are your impressions, guys? Yeah, I'll start if you like. Um, sure. To me, it felt like a bit of an advert for a cross between Tomb Raider 2, the film, and the next game in the series. Um, and it, I think it's been shot in the Tomb Raider game, um, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think. Uh, and it's been. Hmm? You said an advert. Yes, it came over like as an advert for the Tomb Raider game, because of that emphasis on the character, uh, and it's set to um, the song "Mad World," the version by is it Two Way? Well, that's Tommy, right. That's right. Prophet, yeah. Tro Tommy Prophet and Flurry, um, and I think the footage is from the Rise of the Tomb Raider game. Um, which, as I understand it, is due to come out, I don't know, imminently. I was I'm, I couldn't find any good information on that. But this year, next year, um, the next sort of game in the series. I I kind of, I don't know, I kind of felt that this was, um, yeah, it, it, was, it was more about a statement around the role of, of of women using that 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 kind of game, and it, I, I don't know whether it's being, you know, I, I don't know whether it was just cut cut scenes or whether it was just um, advertised content or or actual gameplay. I don't know, um, but it but it to me it just had that kind of advert advertising quality. I actually looked the character up because I thought what what I was seeing was the same character in different roles and different ages. And I thought, well, maybe there is something that actually connects these characters. And sure enough, that's what I found, Rise of the Tomb Raider game. Um, I think why it intrigued me or what, what you know, how, how it might be relevant and why it might be quite a nice, timely uh, experiment for, for um, Ali Costera, the, the creator, is because it's my understanding that the next version of the game is also roughly being timed to be released with the film. And it made me sort of think, is what is what we're seeing here some attempt to do what um, The Matrix did, did, which is, you know, a couple of years ago, where uh, their sort of city simulation was released pretty much around the same time as the latest Matrix film was released. And therefore what you've got is kind of people create, you know, people playing with the content, creating creating stuff with the content and tying it into the into the film franchise as well. I don't know. So it kind of, it, that's kind of what I immediately connected to, I think. 
Um, but it just had that sort of trailery type feel to me, uh, which, I, you know, I've no evidence that that's what it is or, you know, what that's what it came from. But it just kind of felt like that. Um, you know, it, it, it definitely conveyed the sense of a, of a woman being in the driving seat, a typical kind of Lara Croft type character. And the and this sort of the transitions between the different ages, the different spaces, the different times. I thought that that worked really well with the song and the, and the lyrics and the timing and the editing to the lyrics of the song. I thought were really well done. Um, I thought that you know the action scenes were kind of perfectly timed in many ways. Um, so the so to me the pacing was great. The animation with the game lyrics interjected too I thought was really well done um I couldn't get a sense of what what else this creator was working on but I definitely got um you know I, I really wanted to see more by her to sort of see how she develops her her creative work so yeah I really enjoyed it thank you Ricky sure so I think I had a similar reaction to, to Ricky is I got that same kind of feel from it there are actually at least five games that the characters and footage are from. Oh. Um, you've got Tomb Raider, obviously, which Tracy you've, you've covered because you've got the, the the rebooted Lara Croft character in it. Um, but there's also Horizon Zero Dawn, um, which is like a it's a post-apocalyptic um, game set in the future after these robots have taken over the world and humanity has kind of reverted back to a very primitive state. Um, you've got I don't know which one of the series it is, but one of the Uncharted games. Oh. Um, I don't know the, those games that well, but I recognise the characters from friends who have been a bit more excited for the games than I have been. And they've got The Last of Us, uh, which uh. I did recognise. You've got um, Ellie in it as the as obviously the, uh, female character in it that goes through a very traumatic experience throughout the story. And I think there's at least... The last one, I think, is one of the Assassin's Creed games, but I don't know which one because there's so many at this point. Um, and there may be more games in there that I just didn't catch on to. But um, yeah, I got Ricky, I got the same feel for it as you did that um, his, Ali's making this film that obviously she feels this is a message that she wanted to put out and she was obviously thinking about it and decided to turn to Machinima to you know explore this theme and she put together this video, which I thought she did really well. And like Tracy, I'd like to see more of her work. And he's, Ricky, you said that she's off to the college or university? Uh, at Austin, uh, in yeah. Texas. Yeah. So uh, I think she's going to learn and do some great things there. And I, I think so she, too. I hope she'll share those on, on her channel because I'd very much like to see what she does. Yeah, there are other films I could have chosen that were better crafted and technical, but you know, we oftentimes don't uh, encourage younger machinima filmmakers enough, I think in general, and with the community fragmented, I think this is a good time to do it. Mm -hmm. And I, her, this, the way her, her idea to take these multiple games and take scenes that women are in, in various states of emotional distress, and then put them together in such a way to create an, a, a feeling out of it, not necessarily a, a cogent story. She uses the music to, to be the story mm. in a way. But that was just very impressive and creative for me. Phil, what, are you, what did you think? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying to get my throat clear. Okay, so 
um, the first, yeah, the first machinima film that I made, which has never been released, was editing together cutscene footage uh, from one of the whatever Final Fantasy game was around in uh, 97, 98. I did it just for myself. Um, there was no way to <clears throat> there was no way to share it with anyone because the uh, well, YouTube wasn't a thing. It was too big, and I used Nine Inch Nails music, instrumental music throughout the whole ah. thing. It's like runs like fifteen minutes or something. But it was it was basically. I kind of feel like it was embarked upon with the same purpose, same general purpose that. Uh, this filmmaker took with this, which was, you know, feeling of a personal connection with not a specific story, but a feeling like you so aptly put at the beginning, Ricky, when you started talking about it, of uh, this, this, is, this has a poetry to it. It does not more so than narrative. There is, there's narrative threads here, but that's not important. Um, it is this this feeling that lifts out of it. So I felt an instant personal connection to this because uh, it just reminded me of 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 that and what I was feeling at the time that I did that and what I was intending. I don't want to project too much of that onto onto her, but I definitely didn't get any kind of an advert advertisement mm -hmm. sense off of it. Um, now, I could tell that some of the some of the animation, some of the footage is so good it must come from cut scenes or maybe even advertisements uh, for those games. Um, but I didn't get, a, as far as the finished product here, I didn't, I didn't get an advertising sense off it at all. Um, it was very much more of a personal one. Um, I knew that there was multiple, I'm so glad you were able to name the video games, Damien, because I knew there was multiple games involved. Yeah, yeah. I did recognize Laura Croft from one, one outfit, I right. thought, oh, that looks kind of like, you know, my my last time I played Laura Croft was on PlayStation One. It's it looks like a Minecraft character. So, but I get it. I you know the general, but the other characters I didn't recognize. Even though Last of Us, I've never played the game. I've only seen the show. Wonderful show, by the way. Um, and those other games I've just never played, and haven't followed. So I didn't recognize any of them. Maybe that was a benefit watching this, is that I knew they were from from video games. And I knew that these were strong female characters. And there is a sense of an arc that, uh, you know, they're all, we're introduced to them, not in a, a very ordered way, which again is fine. Uh, they all encounter struggle or hardship. And then there's this real lifting sense at the end of she, the she in this movie, which is multiple characters, uh, is ultimately going to triumph. It's not going to be easy, but I mean, it's it's feminism, you know, the feminism as it should be, divorced of all the stupid politicians' views on it and whatnot. Just this sense of these are these are women doing things that traditionally in Hollywood, in particular, traditionally only men did those things, you know. Obviously, that's changed in the last 15 years or so in, in hot 15, 20 years in, in cinema. There's a lot more female heroines. But, um, you know, th these are strong, active, 
uh, stressful, physically and mentally stressful things that are being embarked upon by women who can clearly handle it. Um, it's a triumphant message, I think. I think it's a celebration of women um, without any of the, again, the, the, when you get to, don't get me started on feminism in terms of what politics, particularly in the U.S., has turned it into. It's like a a greeting card of its former self. This, I know, I know. This sense of capability, competence, strength, Determination. Uh, resilience. It's just a celebration uh, of those qualities. And mm -hmm. uh, I just loved this. I, I just absolutely loved it. And then to find out it's an 18 year old or a, a high school graduate that did this. It's like, man, if I had, I wish I had half the emotional depth that this person has when I was that age, I was an idiot when I was 18. <laughs> that makes I was cool, still trying to, I was still trying to make fart sounds with my armpit. I mean, what, this is this is just beautiful, uh, just just beautiful, and uh, yeah, I was really really moved by it, and uh, I wasn't expecting to be. I mean, the title didn't exactly set me off on any any kind of path. It's just like oh, the cinema. That's the title. Oh my goodness! It took a few seconds. It's like whoa, and and I watched it multiple times. Uh, like you mentioned, Ricky, that the, the, there was a sense of trying to make sense of it in a way, you know, uh, trying to to fully digest it. And I still can't pin it fully down, but that's 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 the that's emotions that came off it for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, this is. This is ambiguity that's not it's not even right to use that word for it because it's not about specificity it's about yeah. uh, this is in the realm of 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 feeling of of intuition of emotion uh so I loved it and maybe it's to my benefit that I I think if I had recognized all the games in this I probably would have been distracted by that because I'm too analytical so I'd have been <laughs> thinking of oh this footage is from that this footage is from that yeah, yeah, I was yeah. completely I was completely released from any of that. I didn't have any idea what the hell these games were, yeah. and I didn't give a crap either. It was just it was great. So I, love the fact I, that I know it doesn't have the sophistication of some of the other films that we've you know the 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 one we re we uh, reviewed last episode, but this is my favorite film of the year. Yeah, really and truly, it's just I'm so glad, just just delightful. And I and I'm gonna watch it again because I I still I feel like I still don't I still don't fully get it, but I want to, you know. I love the so, fact that Machinima can embrace the range of creative possibilities yeah. from JP Fair's the right stuff, which is as sharp as a laser. Everything is specific and everything in its place. Right. To this slightly messy, emotional movie that talks about how women have a right to determine their own fates and their own goals and paths whether it's painful or fighting or whatever it is i love the fact that machinima can allow the umbrella of creators to do what they want and ricky and you mentioned you mentioned the word messy but it needs to be to work because if it was as laser focused as 
the right stuff. I don't know if the feeling would have come across because it had been so I, focused on I the, think uh, you're absolutely right. Technical yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the perfect I'm going to set aside all preconceptions and and built up ideas I have about using copyrighted music and all the all the diatribes I've done over the years and whatnot. This was the perfect song for this film. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yep. Just it's just gorgeous, evocative, Absolutely right. wonderful, yeah. wonderful. So yep. pirate away. I have great. <laughs> I have great. to make that. That's quite a quite a statement from you. I have to uh, make a correction. In the beginning of the show, I said that she graduated from Huntington School in California. That's not correct. It's the Huntington High School in New York. Okay, is where she graduated from. Wherever you go, good luck to you, Allie. And Absolutely. we'll keep an eye. We'll keep an eye out for your work in the future. Um, because this is a great start. And we hope you continue to make more machinima in this vein because it's very effective. Well, that's it for our show this week. Thank you very much for watching. Um, Next week, we'll have another pick. I think it's Phil's pick next week. Uh, Phil Phil always has good uh, and very funny picks. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. If you have comments or Allie, if you happen to hear about this, please contact us at talk at completelymachinima.com. Uh, with anything you'd like to say, we do welcome your your comments. Um, also, if you we have show notes that Trace is going to put together with links uh, to to the film and everything at completelymachinima.com, our main website. Well, thank you very much for your discussion and your thoughts, Phil, especially you. I'm so glad you enjoyed the film. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>